We're going to take a look at perhaps a topic that Maxime Bernier has brought out, supply management. Perhaps this is something that is going to come back into our headlines without Mr. Bernier. What is supply management really doing to Canadian politics right now? And are we on the verge of seeing a little movement especially when it comes to NAFTA. Joining me is Cindy Todjam Chernyak, who's a trade lawyer with Lexage. Cindy, thank you for being here. Thanks, Arlene, for having me. You know, NAFTA, we, we were up, down, and all around this week. It looked like Krista Freeland was happy, and then yesterday we heard they were sad. Mexico has kind of taken the reins. And we have supply management coming up as such a contentious issue when it comes to the Conservatives, enough that Maxime Bernier was uh, throwing it out there, wouldn't let it go. And is the fact as we are watching this be part of our Canadian politics, is there a good chance that we're going to have to let it go in this NAFTA negotiation, Cindy? I don't think we're going to have to let uh, supply management go because President Trump doesn't want Canada to do away with supply management because then he has to compete with Australia and he has to compete with uh, the European Union for cheese. He doesn't want to have to compete with other people. He wants a bigger piece of the pie. Mm-hmm. So President Trump likes managed trade. So supply management and managed trade are similar but different. And he, when it's managed trade, he wants a, a bigger piece of it. So Americans can sell more of whatever it is, whether it be lumber, whether it be cheese, whether it be dairy, whether it be poultry they get to sell more into Canada than the other guys. But he also wants some massive changes that are not on the policy platform of the Liberals or the Conservatives. We need this this trade deal, and we've got a Prime Minister who keeps saying, we will not budge, we will not do a crummy deal for Canada, we will make sure that we stand up. Conventional wisdom right now is that sooner or later we might have to do a big trade with the essence of supply management. Yes, at some point in time, Canada is going to have to give President Trump and the dairy farmers of Wisconsin Mm -hmm. and possibly the chicken farmers in Arkansas a bigger piece of the Canadian pie, which means that there will be less for Canadian producers of that pie and a greater percentage given to the Americans to have access to the Canadian market. But we're not going to get rid of supply management as a whole because then everyone else may take away Wisconsin's piece. So all the, why would President Trump negotiate for the benefit of the European Union or Australia or New Zealand? He's negotiating for the benefit of the Americans. Yeah, but he was really clear. I mean, even back in June, though, he said supply management is unfair to our farmers. It's going to stop or will will stop trading. We're getting some signs that there's not a lot of negotiating right now with Canada. Yes, President Trump isn't the most eloquent in what he wants. He's talking to his base. He's using very simplistic terms, but his trade negotiators are quite skilled, and they're going to 
try to get a bigger piece of the pie for uh, the Americans as opposed to everyone else. If we were negotiating at the World Trade Organization level, then it would be doing away with supply management. And, and there have been a number of attempts to uh, get rid of Canada's supply management, and it has been consistent with NAFTA principles in the past, and it has been considered to be consistent with WTO principles. Well, look where, look where we are, Cindy. We have a Liberal government sticking with it. We have a Conservative Party sticking with it. Um, a Conservative was giving some advice to the Liberals today, and pretty good advice, saying maybe, you know, we have Andrew Scheer standing by, and maybe all of a sudden the Prime Minister should say, Let's see what we can get if we adjust the details of our supply management. Yeah, and, and that's the part that's the most surprising because, you know, it's not going to be too long before we've Prime got Minister to Trudeau do it. is going to have to yes. talk about supply management, give something up, and lose some political points. Why is Maxime Bernier giving him? a screen to hide behind and so he can say well at least i'm not going as far as mad max exactly i i don't get it we're in this crazy time here in politics and nobody wants to budge and there really does look like a bouquet for whoever does it first but let's face it can the conservatives can andrew Shear really do this at this moment well andrew Shear doesn't have to do anything he can be quiet on supply management Mm -hmm. and president trump is going to be the one who... Leave it up to the Liberals. Who, who's going to make it life difficult for the Liberals and make things difficult for Prime Minister Trudeau in, in the 2019 election cycle. President Trump is undermining the Liberals in the election cycle. So why would the Conservatives get into this fight? They can sit back and watch. Cindy, are we getting a, a clear view? What is your impression of what happened? I reference that Christian Freeland seemed euphoric. She said, we're getting back to the bargaining table. But the rest of us are watching this going, you know, it really looks like we have been taken off the guest list here. There has been a marginalizing of Canada. And when we began these negotiations, Mexico was begging Canada, saying, please don't let this rift the big build-a-wall rift and and immigration rift that we have with the president. Please don't let it affect you. Don't do a bilateral deal. And now we're being left out of it. Is is that pretty obvious to you right now? Well, what's pretty obvious is President Trump got very upset with Prime Minister Trudeau relating to the G7. And there has been a a lot of cold water thrown on their their bromance. And uh, so... All this discussion coming out of the Liberal Party right now, oh, things are on track. That's what they want the Canadian public to believe. They don't want the Canadian public to be concerned. But the reality of it is is President Trump has soured on uh, Prime Minister Trudeau, and he is making his displeasure known. And if you get in President Trump's bad books, as we see from what happens in the United States, it's very difficult to then get on his good side. But there have been a few U.S. politicians who have succeeded. So, uh, you know, there's hope yet. There's hope yet. Do you feel that way? Because it seems to me that the president is playing hardball. We don't know if he had a plan, if it wasn't working out with Canada. He realized maybe he thinks we're so nice here in Canada. Maybe he saw come from away a couple of times and thought, they're the ones that I'm going to ding. I'm not going to ding Mexico because they're really digging in their heels here. 
Well, he doesn't like anybody who makes him look bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so the the G7 co- uh, you know grandstanding and and uh, press conference was not helpful. Uh, and uh, you know, I think there really has been a change in the relationship. I don't think he started out wanting to uh, make life difficult for Canadians, but I think that he is still in a negative mindset and wants to communicate that directly to Canadians through his tweets and through his stump speeches in the United States that uh, you know we all get by way of the television and Twitter. Uh, but he's making it very clear that he is not happy with Canada right now and um, even if this is part of the strategy that it's totally normal for the negotiators to work with the Mexicans on autos and work out that deal because Canada benefits from whatever deal, he's making it appear that we've been sidelined. And that in and of itself is not good. Is it, is it fair that we're not learning that as Canadians? We're hearing that everything is going along. We expect to join this party pretty soon. You and I have a bad feeling about it, certainly at this moment in time. And this has been going on for a few weeks. Is it, is it incumbent upon the Liberals to be fair with us here? Well, I think it's, it is incumbent on the politicians to be honest with Canadians. And, uh, but that being said, it's very if rare they get a deal, to they negotiate get a, deal. a free trade mm-hmm. agreement in public. It's true. If they get a deal, they get a deal. But there are lots of indications we're not going to get an easy deal. We, the prime minister was criticized finally, Cindy, for putting in all these progressive things. And I often wonder, did he put in these progressive things saying, okay, well, that's going to help my brand and I'm going to take them off at the end anyway. There has been some criticism from conservatives that maybe that has, has ruined things, ruined the tone. I don't think that ruined the tone because we still had a positive tone at the very mm-hmm. beginning when we were playing those cards. I think that they were just being ignored and we're going to get to the real negotiation. So they really didn't have a role to play at the beginning. Uh, but I do believe that President Trump isn't going to uh, allow the, the, the liberals to have that win, to be able to take back to their base. And I think that that's what we're going we're to see is he's going to make sure that he gets what he wants to take back to his base. And if he could, you know, make things a little bit more difficult for the liberals who he's upset with, I think that President Trump will. Cindy Todd, Jim Cherniak, thank you for joining us. Have a great Friday evening. Thank you very much for having me. Cindy is a trade lawyer with Lex Sage. I'm Arlene Bonin, and for Alex Pearson, Global News Radio.